Hello and welcome to Starseed Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. Hi, I'm Olga Starr. Thanks for coming back for episode two. Whoop, whoop. Welcome. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the first one. Uh, we're back and this episode we're going to... Yeah, it's going to be very challenging for Steve, so please be kind to him. I was hoping Steve will share a little bit of his story. You see me uncomfortably whooping yeah. around now. Uh, as with most of star beings, Steve, your story may not have a clear start and clear ending. So please relax. And I hope that everyone who is listening in will resonate with something, not necessarily the information you have to give, but how you have opened up to it. Mm. And they'll be like, ah, okay, I wasn't imagining I can contact these people and tell them what I think about myself and we'll see where to go from there. Mm. So my question is, when was the day... And you felt I must be different. Well, when I was a kid, and this says this is said with no ego, but when I was a kid, I always told myself, like I knew in myself that I was special, and and like someone that was going to make a difference. And this is this is sounds so corny. Absolutely not. But absolutely not. It, outside of this conversation, as, you know, if I was to tell my sister that, she'd be. but if she's your sibling she has to do that yeah (laughs) and I was like I just remember being in my room and always thinking you're someone special you're here for a reason and you're gonna do good you're gonna do do some real good here and I didn't know what that was or anything but so that I always knew that growing up um there was a sequence of events that led me to have the first like contact okay I suppose so the first thing was that I was interested in self-help stuff. Okay. So I don't know if you know Joe Dispenza. I uh, haven't Joe heard Dispenza's work. about this person. So there was a lot about self-improvement and self-growth and getting rid of old habits and kind of realizing your dreams and things like that. And it led me on to um, my parents had told me about Esther Hicks, Abraham. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, what she's channeling this no way no 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 it was Not... just so impressive your parents actually told you that it's like i want your parents they they are amazing i was chatting to them yesterday actually and they're amazingly supportive and <sighs> uh they haven't had the experiences themselves but they like are open to all of it like yeah. everything that i really talk about so they said to me, oh, you should look at this. And they were watching loads of her videos. And I was like, okay, I'm not ready for that. That's too out there. Can't quite grasp my head around this this woman channeling this consciousness or whatever. Yeah. This, and, you know, So I wasn't up for that. And then um, I have two, two sisters, um, one of my sisters, and she was writing a book called The Formula, which was basically a self-help book, but it was translating a lot of like law of attraction messages, wow. but into scientific kind of... Extraordinary. Like grounded terms it wasn't okay. and it wasn't esoteric in any way okay so i read that and that book literally opened my eyes i read that book and it like lifted something sounds like you've chosen your family like really well 100 <laughs> percent believe that yeah wow um i read that book and i was like oh that's that was it was really interesting it was all about meditation it was all about healing self-healing and i i resonated with it and it from then on i was like this was over the course of like two years, but over then, then I was like, oh, maybe I will watch Abraham and I will do this. And I started watching videos of Abraham and I started getting into a, a bit more esoteric stuff, but not anything yeah. starseed related. And then two years ago, I met my girlfriend over two years ago. And because uh, I'm an actor, like part time as well. Like, oh, I, wow. Okay. So 
so I was acting you in a show. You haven't told us that. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, I've done so many things in my career, but the, acting is the reason I moved to London. And, okay. the, and when I moved to London, that's when I met, like two years after I'd moved to London, I met So you're truly all about self-expression? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess so. Uh, well, wow. I realised as well, I know, I understand now why I was an actor. So I was performing in a show and... I was staying with my mum and dad who live on the coast. And this was a month after I'd met my girlfriend. Really early in the morning, about six o'clock. And I sort of was in that kind of half asleep, half awake state. And I could feel myself like vibrating. Like my whole body was yeah. intensely vibrating. I wasn't paralysed. Like if I could, I could shake myself out of it if I wanted to. But I was just So were you just it. about to wake up or yeah, were you just sitting? It, it woke me up. Oh, it woke you up. Okay. In a way, but I was still like between states. And then I drifted into a dream. And in the dream, I was holding... So you were a, trying to come out of the dream, but then kind of drew, drew you back. Yeah, I, okay. wasn't, I wasn't aware that I was dreaming. This dream wasn't like a norm, normal dream because I was very aware of it. I'd never done any lucid dreaming before or anything I like that. I was just about to say that definitely was a lucid dream. <laughs> yeah. And, and what happened was I was holding this crystal in my hand. and I walked, In your dream? In my dream. Okay. And I walked up. This was like a clear quartz crystal. And I walked up to um, this wall and there was a hole in the, in, the, in the wall. So I put this crystal in and then these lift like a key. This, these lift doors opened these elevator doors opened so okay. i got in the lift yes and there was no buttons but i got in the lift the lift door shut and i went up yes and then uh, the doors opened again and i walked out and i was in the room that was like had like a sofa and an armchair on one side there was darkness in the distance didn't know what couldn't see any further than that and then i looked to my left and there was a table and two chairs and there was a like an older lady sitting at the uh, on the other side so i went down and sat next to her but i couldn't talk like yes. i couldn't speak literally like no words Sorry, were not that out. you needed to <laughs> yeah no words were coming out because i didn't know what was going on and i panicked and then suddenly i snapped out of it wow. and i woke up I was like what was that what was happening anyway went fell back to sleep because it was still quite early exactly repeated the same same dream wow. and this time i try to get these words out and i said i, I don't know why i said this I, yeah, go on. I said i said are you this lady i said are you a higher being and she said no you are <gasps> that's amazing like, okay and then i woke up that is the first moment that i realized that there was something beyond yeah what absolutely I, i could perceive so it sounds like your soul programmed at certain points of your life to set those key, like reawakening keys, you know, because when we come here, what I find, most of us need to go through a certain human experience mm. because if you don't connect on the human level, we cannot share, like people will not listen or connect to us. So it sounds to me like you went through all this human experience that your soul set for you. And then that was like your first key to kind of start waking up to who you truly are. You yeah. Know, forget your little memories, forget your knowing, but the actual... Uh, course of actions that you need to take now it's mm. just sorry it's just it's exciting it's it, it yeah it is amazing and i think what did your parents say i mean they were blown away they were like yeah wow, I, i am this is like amazing um they were completely accepting of it they believed me they weren't you know i was very grateful that they were just like wow that's that's amazing can we please give uh phone numbers to your parents to <laughs> all people who listen to us because we all need parents like that they can oh, i'm very lucky i'm very grateful um they they've been all, all throughout these experiences i've i've rung them up and 
told them stuff and they've been like that's amazing you i'm know. going to do a reading on your parents <laughs> see do, what's happening do. there i've i've I'd like so them. Cool. I'd like them to to have their own. Like the only thing that my dad's experienced. My mum's seen a UFO. Okay. And my mum's had an out of body experience. Okay. Um. And my mum's felt. Um. She's like seen her. Her. I think it was her granddad at the end of her bed or something like that at one point. My dad. Um. The only sort of out there experience he's had is that he was in a meditation and then he heard a voice that wasn't his own that said hello, and then he was Aww. like, what? <laughs> freaked him out and so he hasn't had anything since but after that sort of dreams started more dreams started happening there i had dreams where i was seeing ships sp- okay. spaceships did you ever get to talk to anyone other than my parents no but in your dreams oh so yes okay yes well, so share another experience so, when so, you spoke so, to them and so, they gave you more knowledge so the, the, the another dream i had was i was in my flat where i was living and this the first firstly the dream started off when i saw the spaceship and then it cut to another dream where um i was in my flat and my girlfriend was saying to me you're talking too fast i need to i'm trying to write this information down but you're talking too fast can you slow down please okay and i didn't know what i was doing whether i was channeling some information or dictating things to her but she was like I, i'm trying to write this down and my, my girlfriend's not at all into any yes. of this so that was peculiar and then i was in i walked out into the, the main living room and there was beings all around me it was very vivid but i can't remember the specific details of what they looked like i knew they were humanoid and i knew one was very short yeah um, like three or four feet tall and one was one was taller and the only question i could think of was what 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 time era is this and they said time doesn't exist the same way yes. as it does where you are and i was like okay they were calling me oliver okay and i was like why are you calling me oliver and they were said they said that like the superhero so like, what do you mean superhero and there's a superhero there's a tv show that i watch which is like a, a based on a superhero and i said what are you telling me i'm like a superhero and they said no you're like the cape to the superhero so superman wouldn't go anywhere or wouldn't be able to fly without his cape I was like, okay. okay. So so they were calling me a cape and they were saying that, um, I'm just trying to find more three. This is where we have a music pause. Okay. Music pause is over. So I'm the, so yeah, so like sorry. they went from, sorry, I didn't I have no idea what you just did. <laughs> they, they had, um, they had, so they said like the capes this year are like Robin to the Batman. So like okay, because I always not... assume Robin and Batman is one. Well, it was as I understood it. It was like the sidekick, the okay. one that's assisting the lead guy. Again, I, it, all of this was it was very very confusing. How is it to me. going to help you with abandoning your people pleasing skills? Well, I think now that I've been told that I had um, in another one, I had that QHHT uh, quantum hypnosis healing technique session which is what Dolores Cannon did do you know of her work I've heard of her but not read her work they get you into like a hypnotized state where they talk to your subconscious mind and they ask questions about things that you've seen or your origins or why you're here and things like that what did you get well I got that I was here to facilitate the transition so I'm here to like help people to grow ascend or or facilitate or hear the time of ascension if you want so i feel like the robin to the batman is like batman's the lead guy and like that so as i see earth okay and i'm robin okay like the sidekick 
like helping i don't know I it, it got very disjointed um but the most this was the first time that i had settled in a dream state with all these beings around me and they were just watching me and as i as the dream went on more more joined it was about seven or eight in the end so were they there to help you awaken or were they there to facilitate your energy what what feeling do you get i get the feeling they were friends okay and i think from information like that you even things that you said that resonated to me last week about being um like traveling with companions and exploring on spaceships and having friends that you're that you work with Well, for me you were a captain of the ship oh really yes so so i believe that these people that these beings i saw i suppose like guides or um people that are watching over team yeah team maybe that people um this was such a strange experience because I I felt what it was like to be separate from like human. Yes. Like I was, it wasn't just like a dream. It was, I was there and I can feel that feeling very clearly of there was no physical ailment. There was no physical, I didn't, I wasn't aware of any physical sensations. It was like, I was literally in another dimension and that was so profound that I was like, I woke up and I started crying because I was just oh. like, this is real. This isn't like the first dream I'd had. And did you feel like you didn't want to come back? Um, a part of me, I didn't really have the awareness of wanting to stay. I okay. wasn't there for long enough to be like, I'd like to come back. But okay. I think when I woke up, I realized that that is what, that's where we come from. Mm. And that's the feeling that we have. And so when I came back as well, I felt, I felt myself being squashed. I could feel myself coming back and in, in, into my body or whatever. And I felt this denseness and, um, it was like going from unlimited to very, yeah, very confined true potential, your true energy state. Yeah, into something very, very tiny. And that, and that was uncomfortable. Like yeah. coming back, I was like, Oh, this is not, this is not very nice. But you're so lucky to have those dreams. I mean, okay, granted, you've done a contract and the way the soul agreed with you, how you will awaken and the messages will be delivered to you. Still, you know, some of us have to wait and work our asses off before we get to this state. So it's really impressive. I I didn't realize that it was a, I thought, I kind of thought that it was not impressive. I played it down, I guess, in my head, even though it was profound for me. I played it down compared to what everyone else must go through. I don't know. I just think it's kind of tall poppy syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't feel like, you know, the yeah to share, to like fully share how you felt. Mm. And there was, there was other things that, other things that I saw. There was, there was one dream I had when I was seeing words in my mind's eye and I was reading them and only one that I can remember was environment opens consciousness consciousness unlocks the door and I didn't wow and I was like you should like make a quote and you know those (laughs) um screenshots everyone shares oh yeah yeah. you should totally do that make one I'll do that absolutely I'm gonna do that I never thought about that before and I've wrote that down when I woke up but I found that when I was there and and getting all in the dream state when I came back I'd forget so much of it I had to you know, I'd be, I knew that I was reading things and I knew that I was seeing things and I knew that at times I knew I was talking to people. But when I came back, what was said, who I saw, what I, you know, everything, it just felt like I came back and it was Well, you need to trust forgotten. that the information didn't go anywhere. And when you will need the information, it will come to you. So obviously podcast is not as important. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
what I'm saying, we can't, in the human state, we can't sustain all of the information. And also some of the information doesn't make sense in 3D. Mm. Like we don't have the human language or words to describe it. So that's okay. That it's makes It's not sense. lost. It is with you. And there'll be one day when you'll be speaking and suddenly the words will come out of you and it's not channeling. It is you connecting to your knowledge that will flow at that time. And I just hope someone will tape it because once you finish speaking, you won't remember it again. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that, I mean, and I know that it will, information will, I know that that information has been downloaded. Yes. No, you, you definitely will, have access to it. So it don't worry. Come. It'll yeah. come. Those are the challenges we all face in our human state, unfortunately. Yes. Another time, another dream I had was when I was on a planet, on a, on a on a red planet, and I was walking with... When you say red planet, are you talking about Mars or...? I don't think it was Mars. Okay. Uh, it may have been, but I don't get the feeling it was. I'm just going to guess Jupiter. <laughs> <I'm> totally <laughs> it was, getting, it, getting it, guessing. It didn't feel, because it was in another dimension, like it was, I wasn't okay. me, it didn't okay. feel like me, even though I was active in the dream, so... I was walking along with someone and then they indicated that I should go and speak to this um, man. But this man wasn't a man. It was like an avatar. It wasn't, he had no facial expression and he was talking to me and he, yes. but I couldn't really hear him, like what he was saying. Um, I'm just trying to remember. What do you mean he was avatar? Uh, What's avatar, avatar for you? So he was an avatar, I suppose, is just a vessel, I suppose. Is a vessel a better word? Like it was like someone was using him to talk. Okay. It was like someone had controlled him. Okay. I, I had trouble to hear what he was saying again. I, was, I can hardly remember what was said. But then he indicated to me to, because I because I, I was struggling to hear what he said, he indicated to me to go speak, uh, to go and walk up to this wall that had a speaker on the wall. Um, and so I was listening to that speaker. And basically the messages that I got was just like, don't rush. It was like, I suppose it was like a guide interacting with me, trying to, trying to give me information. Um, but what what was amazing was, that there was people on this planet, there was buildings and it was like, I wasn't here. And there was another example of, I suppose all of these have, get, have been getting me used to the fact of a cosmic life, of a yes. cosmic existence. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, um, I didn't know what I knew now. This was all really new to me. And, you know, all of these dreams and experiences talking to people, I, I couldn't explain it. But then it was like, getting me used to the information that was coming through because I suppose like I would have this dream and then I wouldn't do anything with it I wouldn't I still wasn't searching around like I hadn't found obviously loads of Facebook groups and everything um so I, I guess I was kind of not ready for the information that I was getting in these dreams but all I remember is what it felt like and what I could see so I suppose it was like a subtle easing in to Oh, it sounds to me like you were doing work, but slightly on a different level. Mm. And that my conscious mind wasn't ready to know all of what was being said or... Your human, yeah. human self. Um, then it gets really interesting. Okay. Um, I had another dream where I was looking at this man and basically this man... I didn't Are know we still it. talking about the avatar or with someone No, else? this, is, this okay. is another dream, separate dream from that. And I, didn't, I now know what this meant, but at the time I didn't know what this meant. I was speaking with a man on another planet and I didn't realize at the time, but this man was me. Oh, wow. Yeah, this was man was me in another incarnation. Okay. And that he'd sent out a, a call to meet with one of, you know, uh, his other selves 
that had um, resolved some karma or had released some karma. Oh, wow. Okay. Because he wanted to learn some lessons that... I have goosebumps everywhere now. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... This was a real... As it went on, the dreams got more and more real and I was able to interact more. It was like all the other dreams were getting me used to having these kinds of visions. Yes. And this uh, this guy um, showed me around. He was on his planet and where he'd met me, he was on like a beach. There was a sea and there was sand and mountains and cliffs and things. And he had a pet dog that was running around. But this dog didn't look like a dog we'd see. He had like a donkey's head. So okay. like a real long donkey's head. And he was about the size of a medium height dog, I suppose. I was saying, and also I was saying to him that I tried to make contact with him last night. It was like we had agreed to have this contact, oh, wow. but I wasn't aware of it. And the night before, I tried to make contact with him. Okay. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that you'd been trying. Like, it was, it was very strange. It, yes. was like, I, it was like I wasn't me. And so the, I was like a backseat in having yes. this conversation. And so he took me around the planet. He showed me his house and showed me around. And, and then I think something had happened in the flat there was a noise outside or something that brought me right out of it but i remember chatting to him and, and one of the last things i said was i'll i'll speak to you soon and i'll see you tomorrow i was out and i never saw this man again but what i realized now is that he was he was interacting with me because i'd learned i'd resolved some karma or released some karma and he needed to learn from that so he had called out to to speak to someone and i'd come forward wow and this has obviously been another dimensional planet higher dimensional planet or some some sort from able to me to like astral project because we were yes. looking at each other and he was an older man um i suppose he, he had like short gray hair and things like that he was a human looking um and yeah we 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 interacted and then i had another dream where i was watching a tv i was in a very small room and i was watching a tv screen and all these things that were playing on screen it was like all these experiences lives almost happening on screen and i could just stop and jump into the screen and see an experience or a life okay so this is uh, because i have some uh, new information about perception or about multi-dimensional reality and for me it's not quite as people are saying and now what you are saying actually resonates with the information i've been getting so you got the sensation that you were based somewhere but then you could go from that place to another place i'd just look at the television look yes. at the screen and i'd be in yes and it wasn't the things that i could look at weren't necessarily my lives just my lives yes uh, i was having that um it's definitely not a podcast though <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I mean we can record now and then maybe just top it up and make it uh, another podcast we, well or I, I think we... we should close on you because it is podcast for you. I'm so sorry about that. No. And then we should talk about the multidimensional realities before we go because I think a lot of information floating around is not correct. I'm not saying that our information will be spot on. Mm. I hope that our information will open people's minds and kind of build up gently their own perception of what's happening. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay, so, so you were in the dream and you were in the room watching TV and then you could be anyone on TV. I could just look at the television and I'd go into this live. So I get the feeling that I was there 
in this dream state for a long time watching lives yes and one of the things that i i dived into the tv and was watching there was like a medieval type scenario like i think game of thrones when it comes to my mind like that yeah. kind of era and there was all these people um standing in a circle and one of them was holding a very small child and there was a man there was a prisoner on the floor they were deciding what to do with okay and so um i was there oh, well i don't i don't know i was there observing this i didn't feel like i was necessarily any one of them didn't feel like i was the prisoner and there was another man amongst the group that i felt like was a friend of his and they were like deciding what to do with him he'd i think he'd killed the mother of the child but it was his child so he was being sentenced to be like you've killed you know yeah. what do we do with him the child's not safe with him and what happened in the end was they decided to take him outside and sentence him to death and they took him up this cliffside but it was the one man that i felt that was his friend that was taking him yes up this cliffside and what happened was there was um there's this it sounds strange but there was this massive squirrel type animal okay that killed him but this animal wasn't designed to do that it was like they came across him and he'd done the job of what the friend was going to do kind of thing like the friend maybe was going to kill him or something like that yes. but the animal had killed him anyway the prisoner died and i woke up and what i realized what that experience was now is i was watching and it relates to the iron uh, the orion, orion crusades when i mentioned to you before yes um in a, in a blog post which i'll talk a little bit about i was watching the karma go back on the people that had hurt me oh wow okay so so the prisoner was someone that had hurt me. Okay. And I was watching the karma being resolved. Oh, wow. So this this TV screen that I was able to watch wasn't just my own experiences. Yes. It was to help me understand the process of karma and how things had come back around for these other people in other lives. So it was the resolution of their karma. That is quite mind-blowing, I have to add. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it incredible wow, okay. really i i was i didn't realize and did you what, feel um i don't know relieved um i didn't feel no i didn't feel anything okay i didn't feel any this is what was strange at the time because i thought i was was i the prisoner was i the person i didn't know at the time but um so it took you time to process the information and understand what it was yeah oh. um but i didn't have it at the time i had no emotional reaction to it and even now i don't really it doesn't I guess it's because I'm focusing on myself now and not, you know, it doesn't give me any kind of relief knowing what had happened to these people that had hurt me in another life. It's very strange. Well, because perhaps it's not relevant to your current existence and it's just for you to have a better understanding of the process happening mm. here. Because mm. we do have lots of, um, I call them earth seeds, who are somewhat earthbound, and they will reincarnate and reincarnate and reincarnate time after time. It's quite exhausting. I, I look at them. It hurts me to look at them. But for them, I can see how uh, the karmic effect occurs. So I think this kind of your knowledge um, kind of gives validation for their sufferings. And I think sometimes it's not about knowing, but validating your experience. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Mm. So another another experience, just to touch on the Orion Crusades, I, I wrote that blog yes, post about it, but just to touch upon it, and this is something that I didn't have a dream of, but it helps me understand the reason why I've come here, is that um, I was used and manipulated by some beings in Orion to relay information about a group or a race um, because I had this ability to read groups of people and I was using that 
against my will because I was being blackmailed um, by this group of beings that were going around um, taking control. Have you got any idea how they looked or the energy or something? I, I don't. Um, I mean, I have words, but I'm so scared to share it because if I share it, they already have bad reputation and it's not necessarily true right now. So I have What to were you going to say? <laughs> no. Because it might have been what I was thinking and not what I was going to say. Okay, well, I'll say, but then uh, I just want to warn uh, our listeners they are not all bad. Yeah. Um, lots of them went through what I call light treatment, where they've seen the other side of the um, existence, uh, reptilians. Yeah. I actually was thinking that it's reptilians working with, I think it was two. Yeah, I would I would not even question that. I, yeah. Yeah. I think it was two races working together, and yeah. I think one of them Makes was reptilians. Because um, I have met uh, a human being with guides that I couldn't identify them. And for them, I did want to use the words extraterrestrials. And I won't be surprised if they're connected. Right. Because they didn't have any good intentions of humans. Um, I don't know. They were very confusing to me. I've never come across uh, to them. And they were so masked, I couldn't even kind of read them or get through to them. Wow. So they were uh, getting a knowledge through you. Yeah. So I was, um, I've got a very, my abilities go from very analytical and analysis to reading groups of people, I suppose. And I suppose it's um, maybe um, their energy frequencies, what they were, their intentions were, I suppose. Uh, I think it was more of a, I get the feeling it was more of a general, like what's this race up to? Like you would perhaps look okay. at the Chinese and, or, you know, yeah. or, or Indians or yes. Americans and go, where are they at in there? Are they a threat? Because I think I it, they were actually looking for, group races that they could control and if they couldn't control, oh, wow. if okay. they couldn't control them they were so a threat so that can we colonize, colonize these guys or not yeah wow okay and <laughs> if they were a threat mm-hmm. they'd go in and destroy them so it, there was this particular race that i was providing information on and it, it, i'd done this apparently for a long time is I'd been doing this job for a long long time okay let's just hope they'll never find out that you did that <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have a choice. The point is that the things that the, the things that came, I didn't have a choice. Like it was either me or like my family, they blackmailed my family. You know, I had to do this job. Otherwise people would get hurt. But then I felt that what I was doing was causing people to get hurt. So there was, it was a complete. Sounds I was, to me like no ultimatum. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't win. Um, and eventually the information or that I'd passed on led to the destruction, complete and mass annihilation of this race. Um, and, you know, it turns out that they, it was planned that they would die. They knew they were going to, they knew they were going to die and that they ascended to light beings and they provided the, this race that destru- got destroyed and they work from, they, they do the work that they are now meant to do, which is on the other side, healing, and light and things like that and providing it was like their ascension okay so can their we, mass uh, any names well it was like it's okay if you haven't got any but i'm just curious well it was connected like the parallel it was like um in inuit tribe which is like a native american i okay. think it is similarities to that okay i suppose if i was trying to draw a parallel but you know i didn't see it i didn't know it was that was at the time that that's you know oh, there it was planned it was designed and that it was their ascension i thought i took guilt and grief and anger and everything because um i thought 
that it was my fault and it wasn't my fault. And part of this life is resolving that karma of not being controlled and manipulated, really realizing that it wasn't my fault and that um, it was, it's like this life is gaining back my sovereignty of, of who I am. It's like you said about that book, like how to be selfish or how to, to try and find myself again, because I, all I was trying to do was help. I've only ever wanted to try and help people. And in this particular existence, when I was helping, it was still hurting people. I was always getting hurt and I couldn't, I don't know. It was like, I couldn't win. And so when, when we had the um, thing on Sunday and Natalia said about Star Wars, yeah. it was very much a war because I wasn't just the only one that was manipulated. Well, I think um, quite few beings or quite few humans now gotten information that there were Star Wars. Yeah. So I think we can all relate to that, even though in this state we are not witnessing it, but I think we can all relate to that. Mm. Um, and so they didn't win. Okay, good end. to know. <laughs> it's just good to know, yeah, they didn't win. Well, I think obviously they didn't win or we wouldn't be here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so, it, yeah, it, it blows my mind to how, to, to how far in two years from nothing to... You've achieved this. so much more than like many of us are dreaming, you know. We have all these experiences and then you this guy Steve comes along and like have all of this within two years but you've been <laughs> it's having like, a, wow <laughs> yeah I, I I very I feel very lucky to have these experiences but I also feel like I'm late to the party in a way like all you guys have no, have no, had no late at all not late at all, all and uh, some people will join in later yeah some people are not even supposed to join in now because they still need to go through their human experience so yeah absolutely not hmm. And the last thing is that a couple of, a few months ago, I had another dream where I was flying and um, I landed on, by this cliffside. And there was a being in front of me that was in distance, got closer. It was an Arcturian. Okay. And he said, hello, my name's Rodrigo. And he said, I am your Arcturian guide. Okay. Interesting. I was like, okay, great. (laughs) And then I woke up. And did you feel good about the Arcturian? I feel great. Yeah. Okay. I felt I really, it was, he was smiling. I was smiling. It yeah. was very pleasant. And I was like, okay. From I, what I gathered, they are more, uh, they're closer to humans. Closer to humans? Yeah. Like they are more like human beings and they have better understanding of us. Like we are really, really close. Almost like identical, but not quite. Yeah. He looked like a purple alien. <laughs> Apart from the color. <laughs> purple. There was lovely glowing purple to him. Um but yeah, um and that and that kind of was the last experience that I had that that I can remember that uh, you know. But then the, now it's like taking that information and and what do you do with it and it's led me down to Well, now you, we have podcast. Yeah, to find <laughs> you guys. I was like I realized that I needed to speak to people and and as in in person and like meet people locally because i was just watching videos and i wasn't really interacting with anyone so i set that intention and then now here we are and now we're talking about it and well there you go you just set an intention to be on this podcast and talk to us and go. share your story just the way steve did two weeks yeah. ago i said that i wanted to do a podcast i was oh, like wow. i want to really? do a podcast again and now we're here we are two weeks later wow so universe works quick 
well, for some of us. <laughs> but um, I think it always uh, helps when you have a team of people on board. Hmm. And when you gather like-minded people, then it kind of uh, facilitates. Yeah. I felt on Sunday that the um, the workshop and everything, it unblocked a lot. Yeah, how strong was the meditation, huh? Yeah, it unblocked a lot. And for this week, I've, I've had several um, times where I've just felt this rush of energy like it's like i'm blasted with this energy like my whole body is like it's like wow and i don't know this has happened just at random times i've just been like my whole like body's just felt like it's exploding with different energy so it's you definitely uh, th- that group activity in that workshop really now that meditation is something. quite something yeah so so yeah and that's and that's what i would urge obviously everyone listening that just find people that you can talk to if it's our group or yeah we had quite a few comments you know we are not based in london and i always say it doesn't matter where you are yes you can join us online we'll just put you on skype and you're still a member of the group however you can find two free friends and do it together yeah so just copy what we do but do it by yourself you know it doesn't matter uh, where you are as long as you have several people most people work by themselves mm. and then it uh, they isolate themselves they feel very lonely and the information doesn't come as quickly mm. um, that's my experience anyway i prefer group work you, yeah you know that <laughs> yeah uh, and i i definitely agree now with that because i feel that you just um it, it, it for me it just accelerated me more absolutely absolutely like and um and i wasn't really sure whether I was ready to embrace this side of me at the time, a couple of years ago, you know, and, you know, this has been two years of all these various dreams happening and they were very spread out. But I've recently this year, I've been like, do I want to go down this route and, or do I want to, and, and as, as, as recent as Sunday, you know, I got back home and I was like, this is incredible. But a part of me was still attached to like, earthly stuff that i should do i'd rather hope so but i was like but i really want to learn more about this but i've got to do this <laughs> and now i'm like you can have both worlds yeah absolutely and this is the realization i've come to yes that i need to ever put in both camps i actually had this kind of a discussion with a couple of people this morning because they were like i want i feel like i should be just a spiritual being why am i stuck here on earth and I had no better words than yours to explain to them, you are not going to be a spiritual being if you're not fully present in your human form. You made this choice, there is work for you to be done, and mm. you're not going to facilitate it if you're not in human form. Yeah. And you just you just explain it so much better. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank we you go. for your stories, Steve. I mean, right. I know it's really hard to share, right? <laughs> it's, it is hard to talk about yourself mm. and talk about things that you've gone through. Um, well, we hope more people will come on board and share their stories and maybe one day I'll share more as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. Yeah, I, there's the thing that you said a couple of days ago about your experience that you had um, where you said events had changed that you were telling me about when you were Oh, when I'm cancel. in the same uh, place at the um, same time, different yeah. places. Yes, that's something. I want I'm to still, hear more about I'm that. still uh, kind of trying to get grips with that because it can be quite unsettling. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Well, we'll have another podcast about uh, what yeah. what humans call multidimensional reality. Yes. And then we'll discuss that. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.